Hey guys, it's Henning at the, uh, at the coldie, doing a cold tag for once. Or the intro, I don't know, depends on what Dr. T decides. Anyway, here is a little tradition that's been in my family for three Christmases now, and I just decided I wanted to share it with the whole pod family. So here you go, say hi to Oscar and Claire. Last Christmas, I gave you my fart, but the very next day, you sniffed it away. This year, I'll save it from cheers. I'll give it to someone dumber, dumber. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Yankin' My Crank, and my name is Case. I'm Ho Ho Hans. Hey, 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 it's your fat white Jingle Bill. I don't know. Oh, Hans, he's latching his wagon to the the seasonal star. We're going Christmas. This can't be non-Christmas. It'll be all (laughs) holiday, holiday. Uh, What did I say? Is it possible that we could do a Hanukkah anything? No. The closest Jewish. I could get to Hanukkah is anything Adam Sandler. Yes, two things. He did the cartoon, mm-hmm. and that was it. Like, that's all I got. And living in New York for 11 years. Here's my... I, I like that you came into that hot, because it's a, it's a holiday peeve of mine. Or, I guess it's comedian peeve, because traditionally there have been a lot of well-known Jewish comedians. It, it just is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Of course, yeah. I don't feel the need like i always hear gentile like i should say i always hear non-jewish comedians like say a jewish joke and then be like it's either one try and explain it because oh my da 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 is jewish or like i know i can't say it it's like i um that's weird like a weird justification and like trying to slip into that and then the weird hanukkah thing is um uh is is this this aspect of like being disappointed that you can't celebrate it? It's just not your thing. And the thing is, you can fucking mm-hmm. celebrate whatever you want. Absolutely, yeah, no shit. You'll be a weird New York hipster if you're like this year. It's the menorah, bitch. It's like, all yeah. right, all right. You you're being different to be different. Uh, Hansi, can I take like take five for a sec? Oh yeah, of course. I'll be right back. No God, yeah, of course. So, I don't, let me try and, so Casey had to step away, let me try and explain what I mean there, because it, it could go all sorts of directions. Um, I don't like, not that I don't like, I hear a lot of people either trying to justify wanting to, like, be in that club, right, where if... You can just drop the aspect of that 
being a Jewish comedian is a specific club and just the broader comedian is the club. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Casey's original question. Can us two have a Hanukkah show? No, no, because it would be stupid. One, I don't know enough about Hanukkah, which I think Casey was getting to. Two, I didn't grow up celebrating Hanukkah, so I have zero Hanukkah stories, uh, Hanukkah real-life experiences. Casey talks about living in New York, which is one of the amazing aspects of living in a more diverse area, not just for for multiple reasons, because you see multiple people celebrating multiple things, and it's like right around the corner, a different culture has this date, so you're always surrounded by holidays, which is cool. Um, Hanukkah, where were we going? Celebrate, yes, two of us couldn't talk about Hanukkah, because yeah, the only Hanukkah story I have is that my a mother-in-law got us Hanukkah dog toys because they were on sale. So every year at Christmas, we pull out a bag of geld, which is a squeak toy, a like, and it's all that um, a traditional like a like a creamy baby blue and gold um, stitching and stuff. Like it's like a squeeze toy, rabbi, geld. And I think it's a menorah and everything about it makes me uncomfortable because it's, I think, fill in the blank there with that. Um, That being said, I'm going to get into the real meat and potatoes of what I want to get to. And I'll get to it with old Case here, coming in hot with the holidays, is Santa Claus. This is not new. It may be controversial, but it is a thing. I've been watching Christmas movies, and I've been going really off like that whole first rant about Hanukkah. I don't think anything was positive because I was giving people a hard time on this side, and then I was giving people a hard time on the other side, and I found no connection or balance in between it, so it made no sense. So... I was just, I just went out, you'll have to hear it. I tried to explain my Hanukkah explanation. I'm not going to get into it with you because I think it's unexplainable. And it, it, I, you know what? You'll have to listen. But what I'm getting into, uh, go ahead. You, you don't have to explain. We can go back into your Han- Hanukkah explanation. Uh, I had to step away because my wife got electrocuted from the hack job that dad did with all the extension cords to plug in extra lights. Yeah, let's let's transition to that. So yeah, you can play uh, you can play the Holiday Road song from uh, Christmas Vacation, and it's, it's just... that time. Casey's lighting <laughs> lights. Gonna make sure wifey doesn't bite you bite her tongue. Wow, get a lot of sparks. She okay, yeah. she's okay. Uh, obviously. So Harvey spilled a bunch of water. Ashley tried to clean it up, and then got a hot zap. Ooh, oh man, I'm glad she's okay. That would have been like a gremlin-style tragic instance. God forbid. Yeah. Dom forbid. They're all LEDs, though. They're all LEDs. Oh, you got LED money? But they're all plugged into, like, a a series of lo-fi extension cords that are, like, three and a half feet long. Of course. Did you do the dad math on that? The financial math on that LED—it's a—it's a, it's an investment uh, now. It's but all under the rug. <laughs> oh, 
All the ex- extension cords are under the rug. You got it. You got it. So she, like, she's fine, but it was, yeah. It was I gotta a- tell you, I can't not keep it secret. Did you? I gotta tell you, she got zapped. I think she wanted to make sure you told us all that that there's a re- <laughs> right, she's yeah. like you yeah. tell them why you stepped away. You tell them. <laughs> can, can you see the red marks on my neck? Oh man. Um Christmas what was I going to Oh yeah, I officially we got the worst Christmas tree I've had and we're a Christmas tree family. Um same so we, here. We buy the tree, we go real deal. We like to decorate. I just officially got the worst tree of the we've ever had in our all our years of dating and marriage. It's a big tree. I guess I didn't see. Yeah. I couldn't see the forest through the trees. If that's the statement, I went big and it was dark, yeah. and I didn't notice like the wispiest, limpiest brand. That baby's not even holding the baby-proof stuffed ornament. It is. Do you are you natural? Do you guys have the real deal? Yeah. Yeah. You going real? We cutting it down and giving it to you? We did a... They No, they didn't cut it in front of us, but we bought one that's cut. We try and... Um, we did a lot of research as far... Because it's such... It is an mm-hmm. odd thing to do. It seems wasteful. Sure. And I'm sure there can be arguments that it is, but the majority of websites we looked at as far as being eco-friendly with Christmas trees... As opposed to getting a wooden hipster tree from New Zealand for five hundred dollars, um, yeah, is that the majority of the trees do come from legitimate, at least in our area, legitimate um, tree farms that yeah. specifically yeah, have yeah. their lots, and that is their business, and they specifically make a conscious effort. Maybe not even because they're being eco friendly, but because that's their business of cutting, replanting, cutting, replanting, and then we. Uh, there's a service that will chip your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. You can give it to them and they'll make it into wood chips and stuff so they can reuse it in projects and like for the city and stuff. So for yeah. that aspect, we did look into that and we we stuck with getting a real tree. But not when we That's cut cool down because, ourselves. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like we got a plastic tree with the lights in it and we've had it for like five years. Uh-huh. And finally, of course, this year the lights fucking died. So we have this fucking dead plastic tree, and then we put like our string of like LED bulb lights that we really like that look like the classic because we used to have the classic big bulb lights that just like belch out heat, but they're fucking Christmas, man. It's beautiful. I wish you could convince my wife that the way to go is big bulb multicolor that's it oh you don't like no big bulb multicolor she won't won't even let little bulb multi but little bulb multicolor go it has to be all i i got some green into the mix and that's all i got well she's like white she likes the white you know what i'm not doing her justice she allowed or just candles she allowed me to put multicolored on the tree after the white because she knew if she didn't those multis were going on the lawn i'm not allowed (laughs) I, I I I will for everyone listening. By the way, I will take a picture of what our cult. I'll take a picture of our house, which is there's lights on it. I will take a picture yeah. of the houses four doors down, and then I will take will a blow picture of our house where there's two inches of water everywhere and exposed wire everywhere. <laughs> yes, yes. Harvey and and Ash are just being shocked perpetually. 
eels oh. everywhere will get a hold of child Santa services. <laughs> it's a Santa trap. I look like young Santa. You can't take my kid away. I'm baby Santa. <laughs> We're not taking your kid away. We're taking you away from your kid. <laughs> Come on, Santa Claus. Oh, right, that's what I was about to. If you wanted to get back into Hanukkah, we may. Uh, basically, my conclusion was whatever I said was gobbledygook, but what you yeah. said was right in that uh, you said, could we do it? Could we now have a show about Hanukkah? My answer is no, not because we couldn't celebrate Hanukkah, but because we never have in our life. So we have no real life experience. Yeah. Two, we are legitimately not Jewish, so we don't even know mm-hmm. the, yeah. I, I can't speak for you, I don't even know the, much of the mythology behind it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I guess that was all I needed for that. I, I'm hot. I, I, I guess we live in New York. We we're Hanukkah adjacent. We, sh- we should start by not calling it mythology because that's probably offensive. Theology. I like mythology. That works for me. That's how I think about everything. But yeah, no, I do. I uh, same with. I think I don't. I, that's not specific. Listen to me stumble. And I'm that's not getting you stammering. in a trap. Like, I'm stammering I, I, like, because I'm thinking of the word theology, but I'm not but stammering no, because of Hanukkah. Like, I will say that about every religion. It's mythology. And I'm not even saying that that uh, means that religion is fake. I just think I, I've, I, Hey, why don't you celebrate Zeus, man? That was no, a religion. That's the thing. Like, here's my, like Ashley and I lived in New York city. Yeah. As did you and Meg. Yeah. For over a decade. Ashley and I and you and Meg had a car. I know more about Jewish holidays because of fucking parking laws in New York City than I do because I went to like a you know like a Jewish s- school for like just because like that's New York City they're like yeah here's a Jewish holiday you you don't have to move your car and I'm like yeah it's Monday it's that's you know Yom Kippur we did hit a similar note, I was talking about how um, being in a diverse place like New York or wherever, insert bigger, more diverse cities yeah. here. Uh, what's kind of cool about that is you're always holiday adjacent. Every culture, religion, mythology, whatever, they all got a date somewhere. So if you're going mm-hmm. through the motions and you're involved, like there's always somebody celebrating something, which is cool yeah. and fun. And that's very specific with hanukkah and christmas because you it it just extends the holidays if you take a little taste of everything yeah and the others what here's here's the meat and potatoes and this let's get down this has to do with the the christ mythology the rabbi mythology moses mythology going big mo we're going big mo deep bench big mo con it's not con Oh shit, uh, Muhammad! All the mythologies. <laughs> God, I don't know why are that. It, I'm, that's not even the point. I'm getting to Santa Claus. Wait, here. No, I know. Just, yeah, you already made a point when we were talking about jail. I'm getting into tropes. And, <laughs> jail, and I'm scared that we're getting into jail. Even that's part of a Santa Claus trope. Here's this. Here's the meat. Here's where we're, I keep saying meat and potatoes. I think I'm hungry, but Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. I am potatoes uh, and potatoes. Obviously, I'm 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 getting my fill of Christmas movies. I don't think mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. new, but this will go through a few observations I've made. And you know what? Santa Claus isn't coming out 
good on the other end. All right? Yeah. Have You've seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. The Rankin and Bass. OG, ban- yeah, Ransom and Bash. Is it, Ran- what's it? Rankin and Bass? Rankin and Bass. Ransom and yeah. Bunk were, they, they did Bunk, the Pornhub yeah. version. Right? <laughs> Stinking and Bunk. It's all butt stuff. <laughs> all butt stuff and maybe some boobs. And, uh, you know, a candy cane bra. <laughs> Here's the deal. Santa Claus is a piece of shit in that movie and i mean it and we're talking about rudolph i'm talking about rudolph og rudolph he's like when he comes in and sees rudolph's nose he's like oh god and then rudolph's dad is like comet he's like comet he's like comet's like very scared he's like santa don't worry yeah it'll it'll clear up because rudolph's got the red nose it'll it'll clear up by the time he's ready he's like you better hope it does comet i'm like oh my god and then later on, Santa, like, the elves are singing a song for him. They're like, we make toys, we make toys, we make toys every day for boys. And Santa's like, they finish this epic orchestral yeah. qu- qu- choir. He's like, well, it could use work. He's just a dink. And just a piece of shit. And here's where I'm going with this. Maybe this is more an observation of humanity or America or culture. I think that came out in the 50s. They didn't think he was a dick then. They weren't writing him to be a chud. They were like, no, this is just a guy a who's, you know. He's just a dad. He's a guy's guy. He's everyone's dad. Yeah. he's Of course your dad's disappointing your kid. Why Fly are right. you a fucking loser? Red nose. I got a gin nose. Why do you got a red nose? You haven't even drank yet. And so you got that. So I'm like, all right. But you know what I don't like is the over, the current, the overcorrecting of that that's happened over and over and over. And you're seeing it all the time now. And I've seen it only because, and I've really noticed it only because yeah. Ruby loves um, Troll Holiday. And by the way, I've seen it like fifteen As in, times. Like, the brand troll, like the, troll dolls, the, holiday the or trolls, just DreamWorks came out with the trolls movie at like five years with the, ago. Like what we're talking about with the curly hair, the hair and the bright colors. Yeah, yes, gotcha. I guess yeah. It's so far removed from people, but like yeah, little dolls that they but sold a is, fuck ton yeah. of. Um, they brought it back. They made a DreamWorks movie out of it. Anna Kendrick. Uh, Justin and, Timberlake, uh, Timberlake, Ron Funches, yeah, yeah. Uh, some good people involved. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that movie, but I've seen the Holiday movie. Everyone out there, the movies, joy work, pretty good. It's all right. The Holiday, holiday. is hilarious, uh, and I, I, I'm sure, in three more viewings, I'll want to smash it in the street. But right now, it's hitting the sweet spot. Yeah. By the way, props to Christopher Mintz Plotz. He plays this guy, which is a great name, which is like the king of the. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called, but they're just the people that eat trolls. They're just the disgusting people. Um, Bergens, they call them. The grossies. His name's Gristle, and he does such a good job of just being a lazy scumbum. That's just me buttering some troll bread. Here's where I'm getting at with Santa Claus, is every time we watch that movie on Netflix, the thing that comes after it is a trailer for the Christmas Chronicles. Okay? 
movie with, with our with our with our favorite our man gentleman our favorite la hotshot kurt <laughs> russell uh and it, it, this isn't okay he's are. not the first to do it but this is the overcorrecting i'm talking about i am well right fed up of the santa claus character Sassy santa claus being done with santa claus things like he's like he's always like they're like, don't you go whole and and that's a trope too, and that's what we're talking about jail. They're always like, hey Santa Claus, don't you go whole ho? How come everyone around Santa Claus that has to yeah. reprimand him becomes like they're 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 hanging out with um uh, at, at Spark Steakhouse with John Gotti? Yeah, they're like hey Santa, <laughs> say ho ho, ho ain't got no you? cookies in here, just uh, beef and <laughs> potatoes. It's like what? Why? <laughs> Uh, or they're like, yeah, I, I can't see another cop spill their coffee on their shirt because Santa's yeah. sleigh goes above <laughs> their head. A flying deer. <laughs> yeah. Hold, uh, and then call it in. Uh, uh, Chief, you ain't gonna believe this. Oh, for God's sake. Can we do right now the fucking Dark Knight Returns of the Santa Claus movies? To like, go on, give sure. me, but, but not like dark, but like just joyous. Like, I, like. Just invert that Frank Miller-ness and just have it just be happy. Like, he's too, like, happy for everyone. It's too good for everyone. So, you're saying setting, dark, greasy, like... Right, because that's where we, like you just said, it's like, the dark, greasy cop spills the coffee yeah. on him. He's like, I didn't think Santa was real anymore. But everybody's in a good mood, you're saying. I'm just, yeah, like, just, you fucking, like, just happy. Just bring it happy. I'm down because with that. Because you're right, the Christmas Chronicles is a little too dreary, demure. Well, here you go. I haven't even gotten to, we've hit one spot. I am right done with Santa Claus being done with Santa Claus things. Example. Just, they're like, don't you say ho, ho, ho. And he goes, hey, I don't do that. It's like, yeah, you do. And then they're like, you don't look like Santa Claus. Why? Because I don't have a big caboose? It's like, yeah, you're supposed to. What, you, or just be like, yeah. I, I... <laughs> oh, 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 what do we have here? A fresh beat? Well, I might be have to tinker with it. I am the original Fat White, after all. The OG Fat Snow White. Yo, ho, ho, I'm your modern Santa. Listen on into my heart and renta. Everybody say I do this, I do that. But say it again, you get my jingle bell, get boom. You get one in the mouth. Then I'll be back up north while you're chilling down south. Buried, because I done killed ya. Simply because you ain't got no filter spreading rumors about who I be. But I ain't that Santa, so listen to me. One, ain't no cookies or milk. Look at the skin, it's softer than silk. Don't get that way by gobbling sweets. I keep my buds up hopping, a rockin' treat. Two, I ate ho, 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 that old cliche. Oh, no, no, no. I say, how are ya, and how you do? Ask me to ho, I say, I pity the fool. Three. My elves be normies, they ain't little kids and they ain't clay formies. They just work for me, no jive or sass, think anything else, you can kiss my... Now, 
I hope you understand better. Next time you see me in my Christmas center, won't be bugging for some cliche trope. Cause that ain't me, I'm at the end of my rope. And speaking of rope, mine's made of cheer. And if you're not careful this time next year, you'll be on the end. A Christmas tree dangling alongside my reputation you've been strangling. So next time you see me, just say hello. And I'll note on my list what a fine fellow. Yo, 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 modern center out. Oh, 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 oh. No, I don't see that anymore. I did it again. It's okay. Uh, uh, anyway, happy inclusion days, kids. Yeah. And a joyly winter solstice, you son of a jerk. That was mean. Yes, it was. And, and you know where it comes down to? It comes down to Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. So, Kurt Russell... But they do do it right. Like, he, <laughs> Whoa. he bucks Nobody the saw Casey's eyes get big like, let's hear it. Whoa. Saw some gifts <laughs> in those eyes. Some ribbon and wrapping. Go for it. But no, like, it, like, I, like I've seen that movie so many times, but now, like, <laughs> Ash and I have played it for Harvey, and then she has just, like, zoned out and ran away, and we're like, well, we're gonna leave this movie on. We're gonna finish the Santa Claus. Like, they do, like, the rules of, like, story, they set it up, he hates Santa Claus, he yep. lies about not liking Santa Claus, and then he just becomes Santa Claus. Like, it... I'm a defender of the movie. I like the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, like, that's what I was, like, that's why my eyes got as big as old Christmas coins. Because <laughs> that movie, it still works like the jokes are hacking the thing like but fuck it like whatever yeah uh i mean i don't know well all right so there's i guess i don't know what i, I want feel like i've started this episode Santa not transformation works that for me still works i'm with you like i'm sick of like i'm old santa and i'm just gosh darn it i'm sick of it right right but like, but yeah. also we've watched Elf ten times yep. since Thanksgiving, and Bob Newhart has the best explanation of like Christmas as the Elf. He's like, "Hey man, like I I I made the rocket on the ship because no one believes in Santa anymore." Sure, but if people believe in Santa, the the rocket works, and it fucking works. That tracks. For a story, like Christmas story that works. Oh, abs yes. Yes, it does. And then that gives agency to Will Ferrell to be, like, people believe in Santa Claus. And, like, then the fucking sleigh flies. I think, yeah, you know what? There's, mm, there's only a couple people. I guess the cynicism. It's the cynicism I don't need. Getting back to the Santa yeah. Claus. And this actor does an amazing job. The elf. Or all the elves are fucking, like, right off the bat, they're like, hey, kid. He's like, I'm not a kid. I'm an elf. Hey. I'm like, a thousand years old. Yes. All right. That that What's joke can name? be done. We God know you're that old. Actor. He's wonderful in many, many, many things. Um, a good story about him is he passed on, uh, uh, what was the big-ass Judd Apatow movie? Um, not forty-year-old version. Oh, shit. Knocked up. It was he passed on knocked, knocked up. up because he was He's like in the extras. And and Judd Apatow, he like he not only passed on, uh, uh, knocked up. He left Judd in the lurch. Like he was on set, and then he got a call from Woody Allen. They're like, 
you, you, we need you. We want you for this part. We're going to shoot in Paris. And he and Judd had put him in a bunch of shit already. And he's like, Judd, I got to go work with Woody Allen. And then he's talking about it. And he's like, that was the first Woody Allen project that ever fell through. So all my friends got to make a movie. <laughs> yeah. I got to try yes. and mend a bridge with one of the most powerful <laughs> right. friend and one of the most powerful producers in Hollywood. But he scumbagged him. Woody Allen. And look, where's yeah. Woody Allen now? begging netflix to put his movies out but they're not gonna do it oh really oh yeah no he's it's either no it's amazon one of the two he has a deal i think he has a deal with amazon and then after all the me too shit and all the stuff amazon is like uh yeah we signed a contract all the stuff you made is ours and you can go fuck yourself oh you're talking about previous content like yeah. not not a new deal to make move new movies. There's a couple Woody Allen movies that are in limbo because I feel like it's either Amazon or Netflix are just like, yeah, no, no thanks. We paid for it. It's ours. You can go away, please. Woody Allen is one of the ones where I think he's one of the there's probably bigger than two, but he's one of the big two or three or four or five that is a bit, not a bit, that is a big shame on you, society. The yes. other being Michael Jackson, where it's so overt, it's like, I dare you. And now people yes. like, it's it's just very, very... He's sh- just lived too long. Yeah, he's, well, he's, there's he's that. He's outlived yeah. his, like, and like, I, you, you can give him the, like... Oh, you're still working. Like, you're still trying to be creative. But that doesn't make up for the fact that you're a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He really, yeah, he really skirted It's like Roman Polanski, who was like, I need to go back to the United States. And they're like, I mean, you can come back, but like. Come back, Santa Claus. We're waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Put him in your sleigh. Roman Polanski deserves the dirty Santa Claus treatment. Yeah, for sure. Except for that couple poor hot coffee on his balls no no i'm roman polanski yeah yeah you're dirty santa claus welcome to the jungle and and they just benefit from like all like the let's go to mythology no that's i gotta stop using that word because it's too broad no, it works but it, now. it goes like what did what did you hear all the the what's the word i'm looking for the story, okay, we'll go with story. I know there's a better word around Roman Polanski was, yeah, he's a bad guy. He no, had sex with no, a fourteen right. year old. Mythology works for this. Like he's got the fucking cred. He's made these amazing movies, right? But like, he doesn't deserve a pass. But people still want to give him a pass. But here's the deal: I listened to, and it's available for anyone, and it's been on TV. the 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 story was that he had sex with a 14 with a minor who i believe is 14 if not younger and people like will use that be like yeah well he's a movie star he didn't know she was this and that the the girl has come flat out and just said no 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 i've been saying it from the beginning or relatively soon after i didn't feel threatened by speaking out against a powerful movie person or powerful socialite um she's like no he just he raped me Multiple times. Yeah. He lured me in, manipulated me, and raped me. And yeah. the He's fact that he made... scumbag. 
what gar- the pianist he gets away with that shit <laughs> oh yeah he made rosemary's baby and the fucking you know like chinatown no it doesn't it doesn't work because there are more famous people than you who don't do that so you can't be like i'm just famous it happens i i, I couldn't help myself like no fuck you like yeah, that's not brad pitt Brad Pitt didn't have sex with a fourteen-year-old, like, and he made the assassination of Jesse James. Great movie, Jesse James, man. I still, uh, uh, and you, you know what? It's interesting because I was about to say I still think Casey Affleck got robbed. I think Casey Affleck has disappeared for like the last six years for very uh, similar reasons. Because he is a sexual predator. Yeah, fuck. See, there you go. There you go. And I watched that movie like five days ago and I was like, I want to be Robert He's Ford. really good. He's really good at what he does, but he is a so is, terrible person. Right. So is everybody we talked about. So there's... And ho, his ho, brother ho. Ben Affleck? People hate him. He just unfortunately... Well, he's an addict to alcoholic. addiction problem. He's an like, addict. He's not a... From what we he's know, not fucking, he's not a like, predator. He's not a predator. He's got a like, yeah, he's got a disease if you want to call it that. But every yeah. all um, dead to rights. I'm having trouble with. I brewed a chili last night and I haven't had a sip of it yet. So I'm having. I got chili on the mind. I got Christmas stew on the mind. Um, you got the bean mother. Every like, I made yes. a bean stew after we talked about. I did it. too. I, I couldn't wait. Think about the bean mother. I even gave Meg ingredients to go pick it up, and she went, "Oh my god, I forgot them." I was tired after work. I went. I went and got the ingredients. <laughs> um, for all intents and purposes, and all the stories I've heard, and what do I know? Because I don't know personally. Ben Affleck yeah. sounds like a really good dude. Kevin Smith He's talks just... about him. All these guys. He just. He just he's trouble. He just he just can't kind of shake. He it. likes to party too much, man. Yeah, and he parties. He you the more we've seen s- those interviews where he's got those glassy eyes and he's just like touchy touchy, and it's like yeah, that's too much, man. Like yeah, it's all lately the pictures too but, are like you feel so bad because at least I know in my experience, everybody can see it like. It never gets better. It kind of only gets worse, especially after you've mm-hmm. gotten treatment and kind of had a good feeling of like getting that monkey off your back. So when you slip and he's slipped sure. a lot. Yeah. So the, the pictures keep getting worse and worse. And it's always like he just doesn't look like he's having a good time. Like Charlie Sheen, for whatever you want to say, he looked like yeah. he was having a really, always really good time. Maybe, man. The last picture. He's riding yeah. that dragon. That dragon's oh, yeah. not riding him. <laughs> exactly. He's riding that dragon. Exactly. The last picture I saw of Ben Affleck was like in a drive-thru at a Jack just, in the Box like, with a guy no, exactly. you know he like, doesn't he's like. He's just doing the sad shit. Like, he's got like 10 coffees and like a bag of burgers. Like, <laughs> it's always. <laughs> It's never like yeah. he's at a club and just the fireworks are going off. It's always during the day. Yes, like, yes. He's it's got a box of liquor coming to his house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like nothing beats high noon when it's like, yeah, we need a box of fucking liquor. Oh, <laughs> uh, we lived in Minneapolis where you can get liquor delivered to you. So we've had many afternoon where it's high noon and there's liquor in your house. Megan, in we, a box. We lived in New York where you can get liquor delivered to you. 
no questions asked. I had a five-day stretch where I had this store. It was on Vernon Boulevard towards the courthouse. I forget it. They had a fucking punch card. It's the Hollywood of New York. They had a punch card. And it was like a good stretch. Man, I don't even want to exaggerate. I feel like it was six days. It could have been five days. On the nose, I called them at 11. They were there by 11.30. By the third day, I didn't even have to finish the order. It was a magnum of the cheapest white Pinot Grigio they had. And a, a, 175, a handle of Svedka Vodka. Day, it was like... That'll do it, baby. And you know what? It's like, it obviously, it didn't it didn't quite take then, but that was by day six or seven. That was a bit like old dad putting you in the closet with a pack of cigarettes, smoke up. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. see how you like it when smoke you come out up. of there. Yeah, man, yeah, coming yeah. out of that funk because you know what followed it. So they got it got there about eleven thirty, and this is becoming a sad Christmas episode. We'll get back to how much Santa sucks by twelve thirty. Yeah. Court Square Diner was this delivering Santa. The penne We're vodka with on shrimp. Our... We're working on our sad Santa script. This is young Santa. We're getting into old Santa. We're bringing Roman Polanski in to direct it, and then we're going to (laughs) fucking lock his ass up. Uh... Yeah, that's 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 a non thing. But (laughs) the came penne with the shrimp. It's so good. We have a friend, Johnny O'Donnell, who's out there, a genius. Um, but he's a pretty wild guy, and. Mm-hmm. I loved how we wild in the traditional sense of like go out, drink, do yeah. drugs, give us the finger as he's taking two women home, you know, on one on each arm. Yeah. yeah. And, but like I would love how we could blow his mind because on a Tuesday at three AM yeah. he'd go, Somebody's at the door and it would be me and you ordering meatloaf sandwiches and we'd pay the guy <laughs> an extra twenty to pick me up a pack of cigarettes and us a six pack of beer (laughs) in which part of that money had to go to the gas station because they weren't allowed to sell beer after a certain time. And he'd be like, you guys are, I've never seen specimens (laughs) like you guys before. Of course, he has to bring two women home with him and then do whatever that is. You and I can handle a meatloaf, two meatloaf sandwiches and a pack of cigarettes and a six pack. And the thing about it is... You have your meat, and then we're sandwich. watching Ice Road Truckers. You have for your, hours. yes, you have your beer. You watch Iron Chef. You don't have to like have that. You know, what are you ladies staying over? Oh God! <laughs> Am Work. I? What do you expect from me? Do you need me to be? A man or a meatloaf sandwich? <laughs> because I'm I'm a meatloaf sandwich right now. I'm going meatloaf sandwich every time. I every t- every time every time. Oh, that is like there's a special place. There's a spe- there's that's Christmas every day. Like that yeah. freak on that show. I think I've talked about him before. <laughs> who's literally it was like the show that was like obsessed, and it was a guy who was obsessed with Christmas. So whether it was set up for the show or not, this guy groundhog dayed his life in which he would you have to he would unbox his lights and his decorations and put up his tree and decorate his tree and put his lights up and while he was doing that he was cooking a full turkey dinner with all the trimmings oh, and wrapping gifts like wrapping the same gifts for himself and it was just to say, him. Tickle me, Elmo. In it's this insane. instance, yeah. Like Nintendo Wii. 
in this instance, it had the camera guy there, but otherwise it was just him. And so he would then dress the, make the table, light the candles, eat a fucking turkey dinner, and then open his own gifts. And the saddest part is his day would end by boxing all that shit up. See, you gotta put it away. (laughs) Leave that shit up. See, that's how you know it's like a psychosis because <laughs> yeah. it's the put away. Like, I'm a lazy scumbag and like I can get behind like, oh man, I fucking love Christmas. I love Christmas lights. I love them up. I love when the fucking sun is down and we got like Christmas lights and tinsel and shit up. But when it comes to like, yeah, put it away. I'm like, yeah, nah, just leave it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? I c- I'm just, it's Christmas every day. I would start. I would punch holes in the wall if I had to untangle Christmas lights every morning. Like every eight hours? Like eight <laughs> hours from when you put them up? If you could set your watch to like, ooh, I need to finish this turkey and then put them away, I would jump out a fucking window. Let alone the fact that this guy throws away like, you know, a pound and a half of turkey carcass oh, every day oh. to... Can you oh. imagine the smell of that man? Like that I greasy like turkey t- smell. Turkey enough. Like enough for like a plate. <laughs> I know you're vegan. Like I'm so I've close had my share to of it. Turkey. Like, I've had like, my share. Uh, uh, I'm good. Like if I had to make a turkey every three days to satisfy my own weird like But then you're again, like you said, it's the the lights would drive me nuts. It's putting the tree back in the box would drive me nuts. I can barely do it once a year, let alone every eight days. Yeah, I guess he would out, like, as we're sucking on our, you know, um, Sam Adams cherry cherry wheat. (laughs) Cherry woods. (laughs) And and having a meatloaf sandwich at 3 a.m., we look over our shoulder and this fucking goon is basting a turkey for the next day. I guess, you know, guess we, we wouldn't the, see any problems. I, this, at least we fall asleep. <laughs> we yeah. can throw that shit in the garbage. Like, he has to put the tree back and then throw a whole turkey. Like, oh. Over under. That idea. Over under. Is that guy still above or under? Above ground? or under? Over under. Oh, I gotta shit. tell you, when that um, fucking. When that plate drops. It's not gonna Where be does pretty. he live in the in in the map of the U.S.? I think it's like Cincinnati. If he lives anywhere other than like L.A. or New York, I say above. Okay, but if he lives in a major city like San Fran, New York, Chicago, I say under. <laughs> it's just too much work. It's too much money. It's too much work. Like, I'm in Columbus, and, like, I've been to Cincinnati a couple times. It's like, you can carve out a weird place in Cincinnati where you just make a turkey every three days and throw it in the street. Over, under, how many prostitutes a week does that guy cry in front of? I I hope, (laughs) I hope there are, there's at least a... A, a woman with a heart of gold that he touching base, just checking in with him at least once a week. Like, oh no, I'm good. I don't need any more dark meat. And I'm not <laughs> talking about like this guy was, you not. know, wink, wink, the dark meat. I'm just talking like I don't need any food. 
He's just feeding prostitutes. But I gotta tell you, if you are a, if you are, you know, you get a free meal. That's like a Frank Miller character. It's like the Christmas lover, and he just feeds all the like sweet prostitutes on Skid Row. Like, oh, this crazy asshole makes turkeys every three days. And like, hey, man, he just drops off a cooler, a Coleman. There's that's interesting. Now that makes it endearing because there's no more. Like we've lost that those people. Skid oh yes, Row is like now digital. It's weird. There's not an actual like. I we've been watching uh, Home Alone. We talked about it last week. We showed Harvey's watched Home Alone one a few times. We watched Home Alone two, and Kevin McAllister ventures down to a Skid Row, and there oh, are yeah. prostitutes in New York City, and it's just like that does not exist anymore. There is not a Skid Row. At least in Manhattan, not in, not in not in the island of Manhattan. I would not in the island of Manhattan. Well, probably all right. in, maybe the Bronx. Maybe I think if you get like up East Brooklyn, Washington like, Heights, nowhere yes. I've ever lived. I would say nowhere East I've never encountered yes. a streetwalker. I if you go a little deeper, if you hit Sunnyside, you might see a treat or two. However. Uh, could give her drop off my turkey a little dark meat, and I'm not talking. Are you talking turkey or my dark old meat? turkey baster? I'm talking like actual turkey dinner. You're about to get listed with Santa Claus. I can't hear the term <laughs> dark meat in that connotation one more time. I got chili to eat later, man. I can't be thinking <laughs> thinking what I'm pulling up ain't a bean. Um, uh, the, oh, uh, the, I did. There, there. You're right. That is that is unfortunate. There is. I heard a, a a story on NPR about a woman who was a former sex worker, and she's since gotten out of the street. She was also like mm-hmm. had a, was addicted to drugs and this and that, and like couldn't get out of life. And she dedicates her weekends, uh, Friday night, Saturday night, like mm-hmm. from one a.m. to like six a.m. And she's been doing it for years, handing yeah. out condoms. Like uh, sandwiches, condom sandwiches. Like just, I was like, <laughs> like that is so yeah. much time. But like the biggest part, yeah, she hands that out. But the biggest mm-hmm. part is she'll be like, she will sit and like just hang out, and they can relate because sure. she's been yeah. in that position and just talk to them like they're, you know, like the people they mm-hmm. are, and just have normal conversations yeah. about what's going on. She doesn't judge them. She doesn't try and like. You should really rethink things. She's just like, hey, what's going on? By hey, the way. You need help? Like, let me help you. Like, yeah. be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, watch out for. Be healthy. This. There's, like... there's a guy with a reindeer nose on his car you got to watch yeah. out for. Look out for that, dude. The guy always handing out turkey every three days. Look out for that, dude. My favorite. Just because we're on the old Christmas slash sex worker Slash, I th- no, this guy was Italian. His name was Jeff Bocchese. Obviously, I just bleeped that mm-hmm. last name. Yep. One of them, he would come in know him. to where yep. Casey and I would work. And this guy, we've talked about him, but if you're a new listener or if it's been a long time, he was just a gem, a character, a classic yes. New Jersey, since moved to New York, character, yep. a yep. tri-state yep. character. Um. Oh, what's going on? Pause. 
Oh no. She wants those keys. Yeah. She's mad the door's closed. I th- oh, I know that feeling. I thought maybe she got have, a little can't have doors zap. She- oh no. No. <laughs> She'd be asleep. Yeah, well, yeah. She'd be with Christmas guy in heaven. Daddy's calibrated the zap to sleep time zap. Oh, come here. We're talking about Jeff Bogie. Oh, get there me. she is. I got a Oh, poor baby. What's wrong? What's wrong? Hi. Can we say hi to Uncle Hansi? Can you say hi? Give him a nuts. Oh, oh, oh! I can't do it. What? 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 Yeah. Oh, you hamming it up? Oh, yeah, dramatic. Oh, mommy's over there. Ba 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 ba. I'm being dramatic. Ba 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 ba. Oh, is she trying to tap on you? Yeah. Oh, scumming. Oh, mom, hey. We love you too. Tadler. Tadlin. Something about a shut door, man. Don't shut me out. Oh, yeah. Don't. How dare you, sir? Speaking of shut me out, the world. Jeff gradually shut, shut out of the Jeff world. Easy out of r- reality. If Dom really was, if, as we know, Dom in his <laughs> yeah, basement. As we know, yeah. That's a special file he keeps on his desktop. Desktop labeled JB for Jeff Bokizi, and he opens that yes. baby up when he wants to fiddle around with a man's oh, life he, he's definitely that like <laughs> i if i ever want to walk around the world <sighs> i i wear my skin of jeff bokizi because no one will see me coming and no one will like me here's what some here, you know how people say yes you know how people say like if i could go back in time i'd want to go see jesus on the cross or may, i'd want to go uh, be in that room sure. where they fixed the the black socks, or you know, I want to, I want to go, I want right. to, whatever. Want to rock around like New York in the late seventies, you yes. know, like SNL seventies. Sure. Like I want to, yeah. I want to go back to a time I already experienced. I want to go stand behind <laughs> the be- bar when Jeff Bokizi came into the bar wearing the shortest jean shorts ever and dress shoes oh man and like the skimpiest yellow tank top and came in and went ah geez hans 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 so uh i'm selling my suits you know i got real nice seven thousand dollar suits and i'm looking at him and the the juxtaposition of what he's wearing versus his (laughs) candor about these suits he's like i got five of these the seven thousand dollar suits People only offer me three thousand. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Anyways, so I haven't paid rent in nine months. They're evicting me, and I'm actually living at a men's shelter. Um, <laughs> it was, the and the best. thing about the thing about the men's shelter is you gotta. They only have so many outlets. So if I don't get in early enough or up early enough, I get, I don't get an outlet to charge my phone. Hans, can I use the charger? You're just like, holy shit. Because he has like a palm pilot. Like he has, like you're like, you drink lemonades, you're wearing short oh, shorts, yes. and cut off shirts in Chelsea, and you're like, I got $7,000 suits case, Hans, it's tucked away. 
my mom's ragging on my ass about getting a job. And you're like, who the fuck are you? You're Jesus reborn. (laughs) Yeah, right. You got to treat him right. $7,000 suits. You ever try and charge him for that refill? Ten seven thousand $7,000 suits. That's (laughs) $70,000 just in a storage space because you got to keep them away from your mom. Because she wants, she needs to pay rent, but it's rent fixed. I live around the corner. Keep in mind, those are tailored suits. You, the fact that somebody's even offering you half for those suits is yeah. outrageous. You should get nothing, and you did get nothing because you held out. And then eventually, the, the storage space you were paying Bloomberg. for was uh, evacuated. You, they he's took all tiny. your suits. But he's a diminutive man. He's built like a, a teenage girl. Like, he's a tiny person. <laughs> yes. He's like... Like, it's he, not just like, Hans and I could do it. Like, I gave you 200 bucks for a nice suit. Like, that's not going to fit me. Oh, that's yeah. It's going to fit my dog. He's like James Madison. <laughs> just the tiniest little thing. Backstory on Jeff Bocchese that this... So, he lived with his mother in New Jersey forever. When I first met yeah. him... He was still living with his mother, who, God rest her soul, that's part of the story, suffered severely from dementia. God bless Jeff Bocchese for taking care of his mother. The thing is, like a sitcom premise, a la David Cross in Just Shoot Me or something, he would specifically talk about the only reason he was taking care of his mother was because he wanted to get a bigger share of her money when she would finally die. Cause he, so he was trying to squeeze in right. on the, his because brothers. She, she's like a fucking like Vanderbilt or something, like a second cousin to someone with money. So that would have been He's nicer. The uncle of the jingle writer, right? Well, when she finally passed, it wasn't quite up there, but he inherited about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so. No joke. That's no slouch. That's after selling the house and everything. So he comes in riding high. Might even been wearing one of those suits. By the way, the most he was he was riding an actual saddle he bought for a hundred thousand dollars. Those suits, by the way, because yes, I know he was wearing one of those suits. It was he. It was a seven dollars, seven thousand dollars suit he bought in nineteen ninety one. (laughs) Double breasted, harsh lapels. A maroon, a maroon, uh, like a harsh, shiny maroon. Anyways, this we're keeping in mind two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So he gets an apartment on the Upper East Side, his own apartment. He's never lived on his own. He's how old would you say he is, Casey? Fifty five, early fifties. When I met him, like late forties, early. So early fifties. Okay, early fifties, easily early fifties. Never lived on his own. I'm not judging that, but. It no, became real clear that this was a man who never lived on who his could own. not. Who needed someone holding the purse strings. Yeah. So he got an apartment and he just didn't understand the concept of paying rent or bills. So he would come in and tell me about, he's like, Hans, I got the best prostitute last night. And like, literally, this was God, also his right. his... That's fucking, it, I forgot about this. This he, I met him after this, so the, I forgot all about this. Specifically, it was Hans. I treated myself, he said some Italian restaurant, because I don't even know if he's Italian, but he really wanted to be Italian. Um, yeah, yo, he myself. acted like he was a fucking soprano. Yeah. 
And I took out Rhoda. By the way, Rhoda is like just the prettiest prostitute you ever seen. Real expensive. <laughs> we had a nice dinner. She came to my house. We had a nice glass of wine. Had a good night, Hans. Unbelievable. That was my Christmas gift to myself. It was like $4,000. Because of course you wanted to tell me the price. <laughs> Christmas gift it was. It was less than a month later that he came in and was like, I didn't know you had to pay rent. Broke. He was fucking flat broke, getting evicted, broke. broke, suit broke, couldn't even sell the suits because of his pride, men's shelter broke like that. It went from being able to order a turkey burger to, hey, where's Tommy? Uh, I was wondering, maybe I order some food. And then the reason he would come in here. Do I get was, a deal if I don't get tots? I remember yeah. having that conversation <laughs> with him. Could I just get the um, burger, no tots? Go no, get a deal? You no get a deal sides. on that? Man, I charged him for his iced tea once, and it was. Oh, yeah. He, he To his credit, he wasn't like, uh, you know, I know Tommy. Uh, it was. Like, I t- ended up taking it off just for the look in his face and, like, the little shake he had with the receipt. Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't plan for that two ninety five. I did not plan for that two ninety five. So, that's how we got, oh, sweet Jeff Bokizi, he's an angel on a tree, let me tell you. If, like, there's, oh, fuck, I was just gonna say, there are characters in the world, and then there are Bokizis. And he's a Bokizi, getting back to Woody Allen. The fit, oddly enough, jean shorts, a fitness man mm-hmm. with Woody Allen's head is there, even though we don't yep. know him in person. Oh, yeah. The guy, I went to go pick up a prescription last night, and the figure, character in front of me mm-hmm. was something out of a D&D uh, adventure. He and I'm not judging him as looks. It wasn't you it had was, to you had to roll the the ten D for dexterity as you saw him. This guy could pick locks. <laughs> I go to this I go to this pharmacy all the time. I've never seen him, and everybody at this pharmacy, I'm always like, it's very interesting to me how serious they. It was at a CVS. How serious these pharmacists take themselves. They're always very mm. clean cut. One guy makes a point to always wear nice bow ties. Always very dapper. <laughs> I walked up to this guy. His name was Bob. Very feminine face. I have a feminine face, so that's not a judgment. But he was, he, he was built like, built like Janet Reno. Like he was so big, mm-hmm. and he had the wettest, greasiest, drippiest perm, <laughs> and he had a really dry and soul glow. You had some soul glow. So the reason I'm giving you all these details is because when you walk up to a guy like this. You mm-hmm. can't but take everything in. You become hyper aware. Sure. Right? You drink deep of this this visage. He had gold and blue jeweled rings on his hands. He was Stop. big. Very, very big. His smock, everybody else, like I said, wore the little lab coats. He had like a blue smock that... Like a tarp? <laughs> like, no, like, I guess like a smock like a nurse would wear. But he was out of his realm. Like, he's not a nurse. (laughs) He had very dry, crusty nose. And Casey, his glasses were comically at an angle. He was geising us. He was beetle geising us. Did you get geist? I got, yeah. So he couldn't have been nicer, but he couldn't have been more More disheveled. Yeah, I guess he was a disheveled guy. 
I think if you got him going on stories, he probably knows Jeff Bokizi. He probably, they probably yeah. fought over an outlet at a men's shelter. Yeah. And he just, yeah, he was just very terse, smiley, and I was just trying to kill him with kindness. He wasn't smiley, he was very terse. I was trying to kill him with kindness. And then at the end, you know how CVS, you get all those mm-hmm. coupons? The, the horrific amount and of They're receipts. becoming yeah, absurd. Coupons, yeah. And I knew I was due. The only good coupon is the first coupon because it might be a $2 off entire store purchase. So I knew I was due for one. So at the pharmacy, before you sign, it clicks, would you like to link your extra care card to your purchase? Yeah, I got to do it. And he looked at me as he, he didn't let it go far. He put his hand tightly over the register tape. And rolled Stop. it, folded it, it rolled as he just kept eye contact with me. And he's just like, get out of here. Somebody's got to keep the paper business in business. And I, was, I don't know if that was how his, that's how his voice is in my head. It was more droll. It works for me. It was more like he got into some pills. He's like, got to keep the papers in. He looked like the guy who fucked with um, Patrick Swayze on the train when he's trying to learn how to flick the cans in ghost the real creepy guy <laughs> who gets mad that another ghost is in his yeah. territory i'll put a picture up of that to put an ice some icing on that that really weird ramble that i went on home alone do you think they could uh they could pull off a decent reboot today or a Go ahead. I love that we are just proving that we are the fucking brain trust for fucking pop culture because last week we talked about Barack Obama presents Home Alone the reboot they're fucking rebooting Home Alone fuck off really for fucking serious uh fucking Amy Kemper uh fucking from the office is in it and some guy I don't know a feature and then a feature like film? a f- yes they're bringing it back and it's not Barack Obama wink Oh my he god. Us. Nice. He scooped us. They're redoing Home Alone. Is so my question was could they do that? Which they are, but I'm asking you are, are the they crooks? are they doing it well yeah, but are they doing it with an older McAllister? Is Kevin is it still no. the same family? From what I read they're doing the classic that is now when they re it's in the home home alone verse. Okay. He's not Kevin McAllister. It's just home alone in a world where Ooh. Kevin McAllister has survived two Christmases. But what about three? Do we forget that three ever happened? I don't I've never seen three. I haven't either. That's a that's a new kid, right? There's yeah. three, four, and five. No, there's not a four or five. Is there? Oh, there are a four and a five. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the, well, four and five aren't available on Disney+. Plus. Three and... is... Is that the one with uh, French Stewart? <laughs> that sounds just One of them has French right. Stewart as the, uh, the wobble-legged criminal. How do you take a billion-dollar franchise... Still, and, and don't worry, they're not, right. not making yeah. money off it. But how do you decide... To go cheap on the third one. Like, they went cheap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all they had to do was make a semi... Like, this is... 
Home Alone 3 is a straight to Disney Channel release. Whether it hit theaters or not, yeah. the quality, yeah, yeah. the people involved, sorry French, are it's foolish compared to how much money it's that's like, made. Like they're like Russian spies. It's like fucking yes. Bullwinkle. Like Right. I feel like F. Murray Abraham is in it or something. <laughs> it's not bad, Villain. Stewart, F. Murray Abraham. <gasps> Tom Hultz, he could be a good Ooh, yeah. He could be a good a bad guy. Tom Hultz, yeah. Um Oh Hewless, yeah. Hewless. I never know how to for those of you that He was he a was... terrible bad guy in parenthood, depending on your I think POV. that was a defining role parenthood that's how i learned about tom hulse he left what was his name cool he named a kid cool named his and kid left cool. him with with uh his grandparents yes with his parents with so. with uh jason robards and now that i have a kid that's a super villain move in my opinion it's like if a kid i'm gonna name him something and then just leave him yeah that's that's a tough one leaving your kid Especially because, what did he, was an a gambling addict? Well, he left his kid because he was going to get killed by the fucking mob. Oh, the mafia. Yeah, yeah that was so, 80s. Like, so he was like in with the uh, Gambinos. Like, they were going to fucking. Yeah, he was, he he kept borrowing. He kept, the big, the juice was running. Yeah. But, so I'm surprised they're doing a straight re- reboot. Straight um, reboot is Obama Presents. Okay. Well, then I would. I would say maybe uh, villains could be who's hot right Daniel Craig. Oh, he could do a scum scum bum. He's he needs a job. Uh, Daniel Craig, he's the inspector. I haven't seen the movie, but that new movie, Knives Out, it's a murder mystery. He plays the Southern Fried Detective. I could. He's a good actor for sure. You know who I just want to see. Joe Pesci, who deserves an Academy Award for The Irishman, and Daniel Stern. How you don't think they're gonna do that shit? They're old buds. That, I know that we talked about it last week that we loved the movies that made us. Yes. If you haven't seen it since you listened last week, how fucking much did it blow your top that fucking Pesci and Daniel Stern were in a movie together before that and were friends? It made my heart it grow four st- sizes. Too exactly. wide. <laughs> that was the Christmas gift that I needed. So here's they the... were fucking friends. It made me so happy. I'm such a fucking nerd. Not only that, they were such friends that and this icy heart character you think about as Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci looked out for his friend and got him back into the gig. Because so how about that for Joe Pesci? It. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel bad for that shitty guy I've seen in a few other movies but i you that i hate to say it but all it would have taken is that guy being in that movie and we would not be talking about that movie i just know it it. i just know it it. just no exactly and pesci fucking knew it Mm -hmm. yo he's pesci i haven't given it seeing him in the irishman whatever you think about the movie maybe whatever you think about him in my opinion that movie reminded me of how amazing Joe Pesci is and why it is such a sweet gift when we do get to see him doing something. Gone Fishing noted. Gone Fishing noted. But he was just fucking riding the Home Alone. You gotta make a little dough. 
motherfucker home alone like obviously goodfellas casino yeah like the joe pesci's but like ashley and i just last night we watched lethal we started watching the lethal weapons again yeah lethal weapon 2 he's so good as the fucking dunce yeah all his work in the background he's just fucking hustling He's so good. My Cousin Vinny there you go. is a fucking beautiful movie. Yeah, he's... he's a fucking beautiful movie. Yeah. He and he's amazing in it. Yeah, he really doesn't quite... Maybe I'm running in the wrong circles. I don't quite think he gets the... the. Yeah, maybe he does. I just think people kind of uh, write him off as like these one-note things. He's not the... Um... He's such a good character actor. He doesn't get the breath because he doesn't like... He's a lead actor in silly things like My Cousin Vinny. He's fucking amazing in it. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor, and he's so funny, but it's funny. So it's like, eh, he's right there. It's Joe Pesci from uh, Home Alone. Right. Yeah, even Home Alone, their bits back and forth is like, it's, it's so it's perfect. Like, it's great. I'm with you. If it wasn't Daniel Stern and it was that other dude. No way. Like, as much as you give Macaulay Culkin credit for being the face of that movie, if it wasn't Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, no none way. of us would be talking about Not it. Not a chance. And if Chevy Chase wasn't such a fucking piece of shit, piece of he shit. might not have it yeah. either. Ch- Chevy Chase should get a, get a cut of that Home Alone money. I cannot handle every How story you hear about Chevy Chase. It's like, I don't know. I think. I How horrific he is. I think I just can't. Im- the stories have built up so much that I can't even comprehend the level of horror he must be. Like it just doesn't. Um, I can't fathom somebody that shitty. I have rewatched all of his movies multiple times. Like we watch Christmas Vacation every fucking Christmas. Oh yeah, and it's enjoyable. I don't get how you can be that shitty. Being Chevy Chase. I don't know. I don't like, know. I, like, your movies aren't that good. Like, I fucking love Fletch. Fletch cracks me up still to this day. But it is not a transcendent movie. It's a fantastic 80s comedy. And I wish they would make more movies like Fletch. But, like, I don't understand how you thought you were fucking Marlon Brando and Cary Grant rolled into one human being. It is the and you know what? Because you're, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like you and I spent all that time in New York. We bought those seasons of SNL, mm-hmm. and we're like, it's not as funny. But it's not wasn't for us. It wasn't our generation. But sure. Like, in fact, what we ended up loving the most is like a lot of the music and like the actual the, setup of the, of the show yeah. and how they did stand up and they did puppets and the more variety aspect and the risk taking. I guess the thing about Chevy Chase is it's just like, maybe he's just got a dark Grinch-like soul because what happened is not that his material was amazing. It's the, I, an iconoclast is the right word. It's It was just the culture. He's a hunk. Sure. He's so attractive. Sure. But he is funny. He became the face of that movement. And you can call it a movement, that 70s comedy movement, especially, I mean, yeah, sketch, but just in general, like that explosion of like more, I want to say abstract is just, it was just funner comedy. It didn't have to be so Mm -hmm. tight. Um, 
And so he just, he, what it is, he just, uh, he just fed into his own hype or whatever, whatever you want to call that. That's it. He lucked out because like, sadly, like Belushi died. Yeah. Belushi was funny. Belushi took chances. And if Belushi was in fucking Ghostbusters, I don't know if Ghostbusters would be what it is today. I agree. But that fucking lineup of the OG Ghostbusters wow. is nuts. That's, it's that's fucking pretty nuts. They scumbagged Ernie Hudson. We're back talking about the movies that made us. But yeah. they, they really scumbummed Ernie Hudson. But, to his credit, I would never forget that. He wasn't forgettable for me. I always thought he was me awesome either. in both of those movies. They gave him a little more in two and he was knocked out of the park. Knocked out of the park in totally. one. In the few parts. He had, he played like the perfect, like, uh, fish out of water kind of, he was that, even he's though Egon was, he's a perfect everyman. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, um, Home Alone, how could you, could you do it? So I was mm-hmm. thinking like, um, Home Alone, Home Alone, what did I have? Abroad Together. You cake in another twist. So you're not home alone. You're abroad together. You're not stuck at home. You're adults stuck abroad together. And you get on each other's nerves. But something's going on. All a die hard. Something crazy. Where all of a sudden you got to work together comedically to thwart something real bad that's going on around you. Like a cruise ship. Like a cruise ship disaster type thing. Cruise ship, hockey rink, football stadium. <laughs> well, it's abroad. That... I'm thinking more like chalet Christmas. Ooh, you're going chalet. Aspen. Got... Of course you gotta like. And that brings me yeah. back. Yeah. I think there's something there and I was thinking it could surround Uncle Frank. If you really want to play with the genre, oh, Uncle Frank is a piece of shit. Rewatching this, Uncle Frank, he's a, what an asshole. He's, I'm an uncle. You're an uncle. Oh, I'm not. I'm no Uncle Frank. I, I've never. He's the Chevy Chase of uncles. He's really is the Chevy. That should have been Chevy uncles. Chase's part. You'd have bought it. <laughs> just film him in real time and just pretend like ah, he's in the shower. Get the fuck away from me, you piece of shit. I wish I. Henning, you got it. Well, Henning, obviously, we want to hear your because you're a Home Alone man. We want to hear your take on because we know you've seen it now. By the way, we didn't mention that old Henberg's not here, but Henning will Henning will pop in and give us a taste. <laughs> Hopefully, people noticed. Um, of course, I promise you, they noticed about forty minutes ago, and they went. <laughs> well, we started Merry Christmas, assholes. Jeff Bokeezy talk. <laughs> yeah, we went into the season to be keezy. Uh, where's Uncle Frank? Oh, I wish I had the technological digital um, skills to do a deep fake where I could put Chevy Chase's face on all the shitty characters in movies. I put him on Uncle Frank. Who else rubs you the wrong way Um, in movies that you're just like, oh, he gives me a visceral reaction of just being a piece of shit. Just do any old racist movie like 12 Angry Men. Oh fuck, yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, like to kill a mockingbird. Like he's shouting against Atticus Finch. He 
to bring it all back, Chevy Chase would play a good Santa Claus that's Andy Santa Claus. Yeah. No, he is the thousand percent the non Santa Claus Santa Claus. We should we should there there's our movie. I was gonna talk about how come they can't, for the life of them, do a decent Die Hard sequel that gets the biggest part why Die Hard is amazing? Put it back in yeah. fucking Christmas. Why haven't are we you, seen a Die Hard you, Christmas again? Are you in the camp of like Ashley and I love thousand percent Die Hard, Lethal Weapon as Christmas movies because they happen course. at Christmas? It's not an argument. It's like, not even a question anymore. People are fools. Yeah, exactly. There's more Christmas like, in that than just enjoy it. It's a yeah. good movie. Watch yeah. it. it. It's a. Cool... What, are you gonna watch Christmas Story again? Yeah, like, you can't. I like Christmas it. Story, but it's like <sighs> that's the great thing it. about Christmas movies is you can watch an old. A white Christmas. They're flexible. Minstrel section noted. Yeah. You can watch an old movie, a musical. You can watch something absurd like Elf. You can watch an animation. You can watch a claymation or Rankin and Bass or whatever you call yeah. it. And then you switch and then finally get an a- two action, sweet action movies. That's what's so mm-hmm. good. But to me, I, I do like Die Hard 2 and 3. And I, the others are kind of forgettable to me. 3 I liked a lot. But if you oh, yeah, bring in yeah. Die Hard with a Christmas back to Christmas again, oh. home run! How do you not do that? And my question to you I, was: I Are you able to make it Willis? Can anyone be a John McClane that's not Willis? I don't know. I was having this conversation with people about Indiana Jones, and I was like. Like, let's just shelve Harrison Ford. Right. Like, let's treat Indiana Jones the way. And that was the best part about Mad Max Fury Road is that, like, Tom Hardy is fucking awesome. And it was just like, yeah, we can have a Mad Max. Mad Max is Mad Max. Right. Like, just get a capable performer and you're like, cool, I can watch these movies forever. Sure. So do that with. Uh, Indiana Jones like just give me a new Indiana Jones you're talking Chris Chris fucking what's his name from uh, Parks and Rec oh uh, not him but like the hunky fat guy that got hunky is that what we're talking about yeah fat guy that got hunky yeah 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 hunky fat I can't think of his name it's Chris something it's not not Chris Chris Hemsworth it's not Chris Hemsworth is it Chris but you could do that like John McClane is the American James Bond in my opinion. Yeah, correct. So, and like, that's what... Give me mm-hmm. 10 John McClane's. That's what you're saying with Indy. Why not? Give and me a ex- Jane McClane. It's exciting. Oh, sure. It's exciting. Um, When, like, the hype... And I'm not a James Bond guy. I could take... I hate James Bond. I, I fucking hate James Bond movies. So here's the thing. Because they're so fucking boring. Yes, they're violently boring. Here's the thing about it. I still enjoy the conversation about who would make a good James Mm -hmm. Bond. I don't need the movies. So give me that dynamic with a character and um, a universe that I actually love. I'm all for it. And I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, sending us Christmas bombs right now. But why not? But that's the thing. Like, to go to your your question, like, Die Hard, I think John McClane is James Bond, the American James Bond. like. I would love to see another Die Hard that has nothing to do with Bruce Willis. 
But let me ask like, you this. Do, like, we saw buff Kumail. Like, Kumail Nanjiani could be John McClane. You know what I mean? Like, give me someone interesting. Sure. Give me an interesting story. Oh, he'd be so I'm good, too. Like, he has the perfect comedic He can do comedy, and oh, yeah. nobody fucking would see him coming. That's what I'm calling John McClane 2.0 is Kumail. Could you imagine if that were to be so? That would be amazing. Here's the deal. Well, that would kind of take the... No, you make it work. Here's my... Here's my... This will be Christmas. Here's my pitch. I was saying because my pitch has to do with John McClane's son, which is Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, So it doesn't mean it can't be his son-in-law, which is even better. Kumail as his son-in-law. It's the anniversary. Diehard son-in-law. It's the anniversary of Nakatomi Plaza, the oh, biggest shit, yeah. terrorist event. Who's motherfucker? Be they there? rebuilt it finally after like twenty years. Boom. Nakatomi Plaza's back, bigger than ever. Well, who's there to? Uh, who's getting honored? Reginald Vell Johnson, you know, Red- oh, John yes. McClane, and their families, including John McClane's son, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. Reginald Delvell Johnson's son, son, Donald Glover. Oh, I'm my man. I'm salivating. Right? And guess when it takes place? Because it's the anniversary. On fucking Christmas. And guess yes. who wants to spoil the party? The villain part, I don't know, because they've already done, like, the... My brother... Hunchberger's family. Yeah. yeah. So why not make it one of the other terrorists' wives? Yeah. Widow, who's lived all these years planning. But that's the whole, the beautiful point point about, like, what makes Die Hard 1 and Die Hard with a Vengeance so good is they use a ceremony as the 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 backdrop for a heist. So just use the, the ceremony as the backdrop for a heist. Kiss, 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 kiss. Sorry, one second. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. We're talking Die Hard. Baby's going to bed. Say night, Casey. Say night, night. I'm going to bed. Good night. They love you. I love you. Peace. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll. I got the uh, finger, so I gotta. I don't have to. That's what get I'm saying. Quiet about Use that backdrop. Hard. Here's the deal, Casey. I'm with you, Valjean, son. Oh man, that was so good. E- everything That's about, good casting. So now all of a sudden you got a buddy situation, and who are the two guys on the who's who's playing Reginald Bell Johnson's part on the. The handheld outside the plaza, yeah. both him and Willis. That's fucking amazing. There's the dynamic, yeah. and they're talking to their son-in-law and son. No, and you don't. I have, say you go no. ahead. You don't have so to good. connect. You don't have to connect the Gruber situation. You know what you have to do. What happens? They always talk about terrorists wanting to create terror on the anniversary of a famous terror event. That's it. Yep. So they yep. just want to make sh- fuck shit up. No explanation. Done. Explanation made. No, you. I love it. We invert it. Is uh, that you're totally right. That Bruce Willis is on the horn. You get Valjean's son. He's on the inside. Yes. And the villains are the fucking children or people of the two scummy Johnson and Johnson. The FBI guys? The FBI, shitty FBI guys are like, I haven't felt this good since Vietnam. And all he wants to do is murder people. Wait a minute. So they're there to fuck shit up because they're pissed off at how the FBI handled what they handled and yeah. killed their oh, yeah. their dads. And they they're have vengeance like, on McClane 
because Scum. they heard about all that shit. Bum, CIA, drug runner, gun runner, pieces of shit, using that backdrop as a, so they can do a deal with fucking Mexico. The fucking drug drug dealers from Mexico, the Dons. Just to get on that, how good is a Christmas movie where two guys are being smartasses and they just fucking die in a helicopter <laughs> and then and they move yeah. on to the next scene? Oh. That movie They're is so great. good. Those two guys are so good. Johnson and Johnson, not related. Oh, and they're just pieces of shit. They're so good. And then they die and you're like, oh, good, they're dead. They I suck. Feel, I feel bad because I don't think the Italian guy's around anymore because he was great in the Goonies, too. In the Goonies, yeah. He was a Fratelli brother. The old, old f- oldest Fratelli brother. You would think he would have been the Fratelli that went on to bigger and better things, but it ended up being other Fratelli. Pantaleone, Matrix, man. Pantaleone. He was so good in Sopranos, though, because uh, he's so diminutive. Uh, Chevy Chase's face on him. That's a character. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Just unfortunately for Joe Pantaleone, like, he loses all his parts. The shitty guy in fucking, uh, not Inception, but the fucking. Matrix. The movie in Matrix, and then the fucking movie where the guy forgets everything. Memento. Oh, yeah, see, the Could thing. Could you imagine Chevy Chase in Memento? That's the thing. It's not. It's not a slight against the actors. The actors are so good that we despise these characters. So it has nothing to do with Panaglione. It has to do with how shitty that character is, which oh, is why man. Chevy Chase's face, Chase faced. I would. I would love to see James Gandolfini murder fucking Chevy Chase. Fucking bare hands. Oh, that scene. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's what I want. Uh, yeah, it was a spoiler, but I was gonna say if. If for anything, there's like indelible movie scenes that aren't necessarily other people. I I like to, I'll just pick one that's like not necessarily an iconic scene, but it'll live with me forever. And The Irishman Mm. is definitely spoilers, but it's not a spoiler. There's just this beautiful scene when they're old, Mm -hmm. older, older, and they're in prison. Yeah. And it's Pesci sitting with De Niro and they open a bottle of grape juice and they have this old crusty bread and they're dipping bread and grape juice and sitting at this prison table just the two of them they're not having another they're kind of having a conversation and pesci just dips this bread and this grape juice but he's like so old and his teeth are like he has trouble kind of gumming at this bread and he just says it's good juice it's good juice and then de niro goes yeah good juice i was like i was blown away at how subtle and beautiful that scene is that's amazing, and also I'm. Ugh, I can't wait. For, I haven't seen Irishman yet. Oh my god, I didn't know it's that. Not a spoiler. I know that like they're that, actual people. Like I know what happens. That but. that is not a spoiler. But I'm sorry. I saw your face. I was like, oh, Casey must have, like, zoned out on that scene. Cause you'll know now you now you'll be hyper aware of it. I can't I'm sorry. wait. Like I really can't wait. The, the we're old... getting we're juicing in perfect verbiage for we're juicing in on Pesci because we're going on a wild wild Pesci ride. Ash and I. So oh yeah, then you're ready to roll. I, I am really interested to know what you think because I I respect your reviews even if you think it's shit. But um. And I don't think that's possible. I could be like, it's long and boring, but I don't think I'll say, oh, shit. Brett Gelman had a really good point where he was he was on Love It or Leave It, comedian Brett Gelman, who 
you, people will know from a lot of things now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, Stranger he, Things. Stranger in Things is a big one. Um, he made a good point. He was going on a rant on Love It or Leave It, which was basically just a rant against rants because everybody watched mm-hmm. The Irishman and didn't. His point is nobody processed it. They just immediately yeah. watched it, absorbed it, and went right on to review it and talk about it. And they didn't process yeah. the movie the way you used to mm-hmm. be able to. And I, I thought right. that really was accurate because I this was like six days after I'd watched it. And I had mm-hmm. serious I just don't have a social media pre- presence. So I'd really like just gotten to mull it over. And it really did go from ah, that was okay. I think it kind of was slow but it, it's interesting because as martin scorsese gets older and more introspective and more detail-oriented and more history-oriented i can see how that evolves but like literally went from that was okay to i don't know a week week and a half i was like that's like one of his that's up there that's right. really up there so it was really and yeah there's some flaws because it, you can try and de-age Robert De Niro, but you can't. You can't make his knees less powder. You know, yeah. like he, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, so he's it is old. what it he's is. He's an old man, and he kicks ass for being an old. He's one of the coolest old men alive. So how yeah. how about that? Of course, and you get to capture that, and then also like, hey, try to be you young, and then be you now, be you older than you are now. Does De Niro make a good Home Alone villain? If, is, if he's the home, it. if he's the actual home, the voice of the house. Oh, you're hitting on something there. That's a new element. Because what do houses a, all have? They all have security nest systems with voice oh activation. God, oh, shit. He's the fucking Alexa voice. That if Oh, the, come if, on, you fuck. If they haven't brought that into play in the new Home Alone, they're not doing their job. Instead of him cranking up an old movie, he talks he through the nest, right? Or he tricks them into thinking he's in the other room, but actually he's talking on his phone in his treehouse. Well, I will say rewatching both Home Alone 1 and 2, watching those scenes, which I know that Christopher Columbus filmed and scripted himself. Mm-hmm. They're not actual mafia movies. I was like. I really want to watch some fucking old ass mafia movies. Oh yeah, yeah, like some. Um, oh jeez, who's like, like the, the original who's Scarface? The, and yeah, who am I thinking of? Who Cagney? It's not Cagney. Yeah, yeah, James Cagney. Cagney. Yeah, yes. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. They're great. They're insane. They're fucking great. Mm-hmm. Even you, you, you can come a little closer to contemporary and watch like Bonnie and Clyde or something. Yeah. I, I want a, I want a Tommy gun. That's all I'm saying. Give me a B.A.R. Like uh, just especially in like number two when he's like fighting with that woman. And I was just like, fucking nothing beats those old Tommy guns. Like they're just cool. Oh, yeah. They're just cool. Guns aren't cool, but they're fucking cool. Those they are just cool. are. They're those terrible. Are cool. They're terrible weapons of destruction, but they're fucking cool looking. Here's a genre. You went you went to the old gangster and yeah, that's gangster in a holiday movie. Can you pull is there a, any potential for a holiday western? Is that doable? Or does that just get cheesy real quick? No fuck no. I think there's potential. Yeah, totally. Uh, Unforgiven, like he's gotta go into town to get like 
you know, he's got to go get some oh, yeah. burlap and like he's just going to the general store, but it's around Christmas. He's a shitty farmer, so they don't have a lot of money. He right. goes You're in, snowed in trying to do a good thing for his kids, get them a little something for totally. Christmas. But some and he never goes into town, but somebody spots him and they totally. see that he's yeah. old, an old, uh, you know, gunslinger. And he's got to, you know, maybe they follow him, do something shitty to the house and got to take care of business no totally that whole saint of killers mythology that like you can't escape what you've done like you're a terrible mm, person yeah but just no matter how far away you go you can't get away from it oh yeah totally it would be a western version of die hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay. done trademark trademark yeah yeah die hard in the west but like yeah, totally. You could totally do that. It can't be like a feel good, like Jingle Bellsy, like Christmassy movie, which you could do, but it'd be schmaltzy as fuck. Yeah, you can't have that. Mm, too but many. Like, I'm I'm going for Die Hard Wet, Die Hard in the West. I like on that. Christmas. Let's make that a sequel because I think our original version of our our Die Hard reboot is once we get our hooks good. in, we do our we do our sequel, then we do our. Our deep prequel, our Western prequel. Ooh, like Back to the Future? Like three. Old, yeah. Like he's Irish. Mm. And then we can get old B. Willis to be Irish. The original McLean. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be really Coming good. to town on Christmas. He's got to buy medicine and gingham blankets. Gingham, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. And then the German shopkeepers are all like, no, 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 you're Irish. I remember the only the closest thing I can think of is Little House on the Prairie did a Christmas episode. And by the way, Little House on the Prairie is just a precursor to Roseanne at making you feel <laughs> oh uncomfortable God. financially. Yeah, same, yes. He was always his crops were always hurting. Sick. Something His kids always were sick. Always going blind. It was always something. Oh, yeah, Scarlet fever. The one daughter was blind. So, of course, would the Christmas episode be any different? It starts out fine, and then the John Landis goes out on secret because they're not going to have Christmas because they're too fucking yeah. poor, and they should be happy with their their straw wrapped in twine that kind of looks like a doll. But he's going to go out and get them some oranges because he got a good lead on a couple of citrus fruits. <laughs> right. And he fucking almost and, dies in a snowbank because he trips. And we're talking, this is where Hans and I grew up. Like, this is Laura Ingalls Wilder. Like, Hans and I live in the place where this motherfucker almost dies trying to buy flowers on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From a crooked salesman in Sioux Falls or Flandreau. That's the thing. Like, the only, the guy, like, comes upon him, but he's like a... It's exactly what you're talking about. He's like a scamster, but he does help Landis like out of the snowbank and saves his life. And they know he's a scumster, but they still give him part of their stew. And they're all like hungry because they no didn't way. have extra no stew to share. Where we're from, not going to happen. Where are you from? Not here. You can die in the ditch. Yeah, I'm sorry. they're going to put two in the back of his head for sure. <laughs> They'll make a stew. We're going like hateful eight style, like yes. Oh, man. I went to get you oranges, but I have an adult man's clothes for you. Merry Christmas! <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> make dolls out of this, Dad. You got me a 
of sheep's bladder full of liquor. <laughs> Who's MH? Yeah. Ooh, this is a lot of extra hair. Yes, turn it into a doll. How oh. soft is it? I think he was from Chicago. Oh, yeah. I love... Lo- yep. Not to go on a Laura Ingalls Wilder tangent, but I love that, like... I love I, I love the old, like, premise and its reality where, like, ooh, he comes from Cleveland. Like, I just yeah. love no, that. I know. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. And there's... Because that's why Cleveland is still around. Because yeah. it was that big then. Like, when they talk about, like, oh, he's from Chicago... You need to remember, Chicago was a horrible... It was not a couture cultural hub. It was a fucking slaughter town. It was one big meatpacking plant, but they also had a Walgreens. So everybody's like, ooh, he comes from Chicago. (laughs) It's bigger than where we're from. Oh, man. I love that shit. Well, it's like last Christmas, we took Harvey. We were like, we're going to do a Christmas trip. We went to Cincinnati mm-hmm. and then just like had fun touring around Cincinnati. Cincinnati looks like San Francisco used to. Okay. And it's like weird because we were like, oh, it looks like San Francisco. And we're like, because fucking Cincinnati's like a river town. Okay. The way San Francisco is a like port Bay. town. Yeah. And it's just really rocky and like, it's just, it just has that like transient thing. Oh, I where, see what like, you're saying now. I got you. you know what I, I got mean? you. Like, yeah. It's a big thoroughfare, like a big crossing. And it's just like people coming, people going, boats, people, hookers, money, liquor, like the whole thing. Love it. I love it. But it's in the middle of nowhere. Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Like, Cincinnati's really cool. It's just, it was so fun and weird to be, like, in this place that felt like a West Coast city that is, like... Right, I see. Basic, basically landlocked, but it's on this huge, like, you know, bunch of rivers. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking river town. It's like New Orleans, but it's in Ohio. I kind of got my fingers crossed for Cincinnati. Meg's turning 40, um in january so we always kind of celebrate our landmark we don't really do gifts but we celebrate landmark birthdays like we each did 30 mm-hmm. i went to i took her to vegas she took me and i was surprised like i took her to vegas she took mm-hmm. me to new orleans so she's turning 40 and we don't you know we have ruby like the means are a little it's just different when you're like mm-hmm. young and just fucking throw some money so we're like let's just day of day before Look on one of those sites that's like, we have seats on this plane going to yeah. Tulsa for $100. And sure. we're like, all right, yeah. let's just find that, pick a place, and go to... And I, I kind of searched. I was like, ooh, Cincinnati keeps coming up. Oh, it's cool. It's weird. It's a fun city. It's crazy because it's Ohio, but half of the city is Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, it straddles the Ohio River... So it has this sort of like austere, like, you know, like, because we're both Civil War nerds. It's like yeah. Ohio was Union and Kentucky's like, I don't know. We could be whatever. So it has that, like, the that Ohio dynamic, side and the, sure. the Kentucky side is like the 
pew, 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 like we do whatever the fuck we want. Brothers against brothers. Yeah. It's, How many brothers cool. were really against brothers in the Civil War? Five? Baker's dozen, maybe? <laughs> Yet it's in like, every yeah. textbook? <laughs> like three or four that were like very well known. It, I mean, Ken Burns' Civil War is a well-researched documentary. He mentions it like twice, and one is like (laughs) brothers by marriage. But you open up the text. Brother in law. Yeah, it was brother versus brother in law. Mother versus uncle. Come on, Civil War. Don't give me that brother versus brother shit. And next, you're going to tell me that Indians owned slaves. (laughs) They did. I fucking hate historians that aren't historians that just like the Civil War. Which is me. Um, Which is me. Self-hating. What, I uh, I think, I think Jingle All the Way, Mariah Carey, All I I Want for Christmas, finally hit number one on the charts. It's back, baby. We're here. It's not just back. It's literally the first only ever time it's hit number one. I don't know how that type of thing happens, but it got hot this year. Isn't that weird? Weird. It's been out for like 19 years, and now... For, it's made the top 10 before, but now it's it's number one on the billboard. I smell a scheme. Do you smell a little paola going on? It seems paola to me. Yeah, that doesn't seem right to me either. It's a good tune, though. I mean, we were out for lunch, and I was like, you know, it was like the place where it was a pizzeria, and it had the local news on, and they had a thing, and it came up, and it was like, look at this video of all of these people on the subway. In unison, singing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and I was like, "I lived in New York for fucking eleven years," and I was like, "This is stinky." I, I didn't know it hit number one. I would walk into that and ride out the door, and then I would or rather ride in that in train that is so strong of urine. It smells like a dead body. <laughs> yeah, I'd ride the dead body one. I just and I like the song. In fact, I play. I didn't turn it. I didn't put a podcast on. I was on. I only needed it that once. Got my fill. If I walked into any room in multiple, I'm not a. I'm not a. You know what? I've been too negative. I was gonna say I'm not a piano and family man. You know where they're all gathered around the piano. You know why I'm not? Because mm-hmm. I can't play the piano or sing. I'd love yeah. to be one of those. Sure. Yeah, I'm a bitter. Even then, though, troll. I feel like it's too much. It's too much to ask. It's too big of an ask. Singing honey, the honey. It's never natural. It's always like, get fucking Ruby in here. I'm going to fucking play and I'm going to sing. Like, you, we both have kids and it's just not like, it's never natural where you just be like tooting on the piano. Like, oh, snow's falling. Oh, oh, chestnuts are roasting. Here we go, baby. Here. No, it's like. Get in here, Jesse. Get your fucking kids in here. Where I'm gonna play a fucking song on the piano. I paid a two grand for this piano. Interestingly enough, uh, I'll definitely bleep the name. That's how it should be, too. Awkward and strange and forced. Because the one sure. time I've been in a room, you gotta go big Chevy where father and daughter, like it was Shannon and her dad. Oh shit! And I was oh, sitting yeah. in their living room. And all of a sudden, like, literally was behind his recliner. He pulled out a guitar and just started strumming. And she was, like, in the kitchen. And she just started walking out and singing a song that they wrote together. So it was a 
It was a, original. Fucking awesome and weird. And she it's walked weird. over and sat next to him on the couch, so the recliner was perpendicular to the couch, and kind of they got in harmony as they got closer. And I was like, I gotta go. Like these two are gonna kiss or everything's, <laughs> and they're not. They're just loving. That's just mm-mm, mm-mm, that's too much. Mm-mm. That's too much. Mm-mm. I wouldn't do that with Harvey. No, God. Not forbid. only would she not let me do that, but like I wouldn't want to do that. Like me, 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 me. One, two, three. Harvey, let's go. It reminds me of uh, I, I don't do know what annual fucking Christmas sketch. There's it's like, a, Dad, do we have to do this sketch again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll switch it up. Instead of having the kids toot their trumpet like Joy of the World for us, they'll have to do Christmas. Do I have to be future Santa and give you your death again? It's not right now. I'm telling you, though, if you force them to do that shit, they'll become a senator. <laughs> right. Do the opposite. Yes. They'll do the opposite. Just saying. We'll finally have that Washington Christmas we all dreamed of. <laughs> And we'll be like Homer Simpson going down the White House looking for Lincoln's gold. <laughs> oh, jeez. Harvey and Ruby in the White House. Beautiful. Dad and Dad out just like kissing all the monuments. They'd be like, Dads, you gotta stop trying to get us to to to, to greenlight Die Hard too. <laughs> They're all dead now. They're all dead. <laughs> You missed your opportunity. We can do it. You should have tried harder when you were younger. (laughs) Our daughters are so so powerful. (laughs) So mean to us. Look, we got Barack Obama to get you an internship. (laughs) Here's your latte, Mr. Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Chevy Chase so mean because he took it over. Christmas vacation. (gasps) Christmas vacation. We're going to get him on the phone. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our best. All right. All right, well. Merry I cr- think that's... Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. This will be the last time you'll hear from us before the big day. This might come out on the big day. Well, that sounds that sounds lovely. Uh, that means... I shouldn't have said it, because now... Oh, boy. Big day. I don't. put something on myself. I just got it. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a merry holiday, you lousy lousies. La 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 pod. <laughs> Frank, Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank, that son of a bitch. He's getting chase faced. Chase faced. That's the name of the episode, Chase Faced. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. So I, I heard you on the last show. Santa can rap now, huh? Well, H-Bomb can trap now. You just started a coldy war, fat man. And I'm Russia in winter of 42. Listen, why do all the haters want to come out in the cold? Don't they know that I'm H-Bombable in seven feet of snow? Man, Icy is my flow flow like Denny Den and Coco. JP is my dojo, so why you on my show, ho? How are you gonna wake me from my yuletide slumber? You ain't modern Santa now just because you waking up on Tumblr. Modern times. 
as in bottom line Amazon Prime does your job fine this time of year. Leave your pride on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. I was scared if I thought you could spit sick, but you don't dare to be caught in the thick with my name in your split lips, so lick click. See biscuit, dispatch that dimwit lickety split. Saint Nick, I swear, is a limp dick little ice bear with a pair of bitch tits. Forget this coal, it's too rich. I'm coming down the stair with a sack full of reindeer shit. Merry Christmas. Get ready for nuclear winter. H-bomb is a marathon sprinter. I ate up a horse and the Dom, the creator, and later a hater named Donald for dinner. Me and the crank are waiting to shake you like eggnog. Take your best shot, but don't nod off with visions of sugar plums on your dome. Next year, better come at me with a sawed off. I'll be home. Ooh, damn. This cold trap beat got me heated. I like to crank say the true meaning of Christmas is gifts, and the true mean king of Christmas is H-Bomb. <laughs> what are we going to do about that nasty, nasty, naughty boy? Chico? Chico? Could you come in here and join me in my sleigh? Why are you sitting in the sleigh, Santa? <laughs> Good question, Chickio. That's because Baby Kringle and the old in-laws are in town. And I've got to be real quiet and watch what I say. <laughs> anyway, Chickio, how about you drop a fat beat, skeet? Ooh. Okay, I like that. Sure, that'll work. Yeah, give me a dippy dippy doo. Okay. Now let's hit it. H-bomb, no date to the prom bomb. Mr. Cast out from Don Bomb. Mr. Uncle Tom, no mom bomb. Mr. Fairly E-bombs, brother to Chad Crimes. Go back to Guam with Squeaky From and write better songs, bomb. Well, salam malekum. It's time to up a deck him. You think you're gonna get the best of Kris Kringle with your stupid ass, lame ass, trap beat this single? Well, let's have a little chat, a little Christmas mingle. You dingle, bury the hatchet. I think not. I'm rocking the beat while you're cleaning my pot. So, H bomb, hold on to your testicles, cause here's a little list and it's one of my vesicles. One, you try and spit science with a sag and alliance, but you two just tease us. But we all know who sees us. It's my main man, Jesus. And what's he gotta say? Yo, H-Bomb, I think he's super gay. Two, you think you're golden, girl, but you make me wanna go and hurl, girl. McAllister, you wanna go? I don't know. I'll give him a whirl. H-Bomb, I'd leave him home alone, so his dome could atone for all the shade that he's thrown. Now let me throw you a bone. You're the corn, I'm the pone. Number three, yo, stop your talking. Go check your stocking. I'm sick of your balking, so it's time to get walking. Yeah, that's right. And there's a hot piece of zinc. Not even coal could represent your stink. So one last thing and let me just say before you try it next to walk on my way. You don't don't fuck with those same niggas next time you taste my bells while you suck a mod. <laughs> well that was better than his, wouldn't you say, Chico? I sure would. Let's get out of here, but oh wait, a quick number four. H-Bomb I adore, even though he's a snore and his rhymes is a bore. One thing that's for sure, he leaves us wanting more. Tipping toes on the floor and rock to the core. So pour, pour, pour me another nog. I'm done, you fucking done, done, done. <laughs> Joyly feast day, you cranks. And a chicka 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 New Year.
Merry Christmas, you jerks.